All right. So we'll hit the intro now. And then, uh, hey, John, before we start, I don't want to start on a bad note here, but is it going to be every fucking yeah. week now you drag your dead weight along with you? We got a lot. I, I don't want to do this because I know we're going to have him on. It'll be we'll make fun of it, whatever. But every fucking week now, you're going to make your, your buddy come along because you do the minute pension. We Kirk loves us. He's talking about the show. It was a good thing. It should just be you and me. And I don't know why it's got to be this fucking guy now tagging along to show we're all friends or something. Hey, it's, it'll just be this week. It'll just be this week. We had a big week on the Minute Fan Show, so we're he's doing always, that. He's he's been a fucking. Let me tell you something. He's a button pusher, is all he really. I say nice things about him on Twitter, like, oh no, he adds a lot to the show. It's you and me, baby. We made this fucking network. He's a he's a button pusher. That's all he is. And it's just fucking. He want. Can I be on the show to talk about Howard's? We get it. You're a Howard Stern fan, real original. Come on, man. He's always fucking begging <laughs> is, me, and I'm a nice guy about. Done? Huh? Is, is the intro done yet? Is the intro done? It's uh, tense, and I hear he hits his kids. Uh, hey, I hope everyone enjoyed that intro. Brand new trash talk intro for a new era of trash talk here. It's not just me anymore. It's me and my sidekick, or I guess equal co-host, MHV. And uh, we've got a great guest that I'm really excited to introduce. Uh, <laughs> he's been on the show before. Always happy to have him. It's Drunk Eric Curtis from the Minifan Show. Bullshit. <laughs> How are you, my friend? Fuck you! <laughs> Glad you're so high in having me here. <laughs> what do you mean? No, the, the intro was playing over that. Nobody heard that, right? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> See, we do fun bits here. Fun, wacky That's things. Right. That's the new trash talk. It's going to be all oh, bits all the time. A wise man. I, I heard there's a morning host in a major market who thinks we're wacky. That's that, right. You know? That's right. Our buddy McNansky thinks that. Not not that he's allowed to be on the show. Oh, but. Well, we'll get to that. We gonna get to that. Well, who thinks we're wacky? I didn't know. Uh, I know that we are Kirk Minahan's favorite podcast. I, I the, heard you guys were wacky. With the, so, the, yeah, the Minahan show let's, bringing up the rear as number two. But uh, Trash Talk, he's a big Trash Talk fan. Yeah. Uh, we, got up in, we got up into the 120s on iTunes this week. And that may not seem like a lot to you people. But to this mm. guy, that's scratching and clawing your way to the top. I mean, no, 120th place is fantastic. I mean, right? you're just now, you know, creeping up on, like, you know, Patriots pre-draft you know, <laughs> roundtables and, uh, yeah, you know, Tommy bas- fantasy basketball Michael Holly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are just now inching out Michael Holly. How does I'm, it feel? I'm in that elite class. Well, we are, yes. buddy. That's right. Uh, no, well, hey, no, cool, I, I'm in a tough spot, though. I feel like like a kid with my divorcing parents. Like, I've got to choose between mommy and daddy. They're fighting right now, I and I don't no, know. I, <laughs> first of all, I can't decide who's mommy or daddy. I just, I, I, you know, you don't have tits anymore, Blind If Mike. it makes you feel better, I could give a shit less. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, does that, does, does it, and I was, I'm fucking around, obviously. I like DEC. I think he's a much better host than I am. But um, does that bother you at all? Because I saw that on Twitter a few times, that, uh, like, oh, you guys should just do the show and have... Drunk Eric Curtis is your producer. And I'm like, when I listen to the Minifan show, I like DEC too. I think you're funny. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I feel like, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm not pulling my weight or something that I'm in that place. I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, I think that from a radio perspective, when with your training on radio, I mean, I stammer over my words. I sound like a fucking idiot half the time. You're the guy that actually keeps the float, al- the, the, the float alive. The ship afloat. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with me? Um, so without that, we'd be fucking lost in the Minifan show and we wouldn't have had such a good week. We had Ironhead on the podcast. I mean, 
I, we haven't talked, Mike, you and I since. What was your take on that? Did you what, did you listen? First of yeah, all, I, I know that you're very jealous. I always you, listen. listen. I always listen right when you guys come out. I want to see what he's doing to my man over there, how he's treating him. <laughs> I want to make sure everything's above board. But uh, no, I always listen right, pretty much right when it comes out. And uh, I like the Ironhead episode. I'll say here's my one critique. And mm. I don't know if you guys chose to do this or just kind of had other things on your mind. But he kept saying, Ironhead kept saying, uh, he's like, you guys focus on EEI, but the guys at 98.5 are genuine scumbags. They're pieces of shit over there. And I felt like you guys didn't get into enough of what he meant. I was curious why he hates them so much, what dirt he might have on them. Because it seems like he, they're more oh. his focus than EEI. So that's the one thing I was looking for. If you guys get, ever get him back on, I'd like a deeper dive into 98.5, maybe. Because it, se- it seemed yeah. like he had some shit there that wasn't gotten into, really. I think one of the challenges is he. it took a little work to kind of focus him a little bit because he was, he was extemporaneous. I guess that's the best way to say it. And we had to kind of guide him the right way. And when you're doing that and doing all the other stuff, it's easy to miss things. Yeah, that that's I mean, for me specifically, one of my regret regrets was that I didn't push him on the Reamer thing um, because I know that a lot of people that that was a big point of tension between he and I like a year ago when I first started talking to him and people were messaging me like saying, well, you guys didn't fight about Reamer. You guys didn't fight about Reamer. That's partially due to the fact that I've kind of soured on Reamer, um, where I used to think that he, you know, that he had at least a little ambition. Now, as things have turned, I'm, I don't quite think that as much. Um, but I did want to at least get into a little discussion about how much they tweet at Reamer and Tomasi and that sort of thing. But we really didn't get too much into that. At least the, the claim that they're obsessed with Reamer. That seems like a guy you can have back on at some point. So, I mean, there's there's plenty of time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure he'll do it again, and then you'll get into the, the shit that you missed. That's I, not really a big deal. I didn't push on him because I felt his explanation was a good one. Agreed. Yeah. What was yeah, that? I, I, think, don't remember, I don't remember the uh, Reamer thing that you're referring to. I kind of pushed on him, like, what's the big deal if he was ghostwriting stuff, and he kind of— now I'm having trouble remembering exactly oh, what that if you're, if you're lying to your if biggest client. If you're most important... Correct, yeah. yeah. If you're lying to your most important guest, and he truly is working at that time, well, Brady is under the, you know, the, the suspicion or the, under the belief that he's not, well, then that's a big deal. And I, I mean, I agree with him. If that's true, that's pretty bad. If, if Reamer was truly ghostwriting at that time, and they're, they're pretty certain that he was. So uh, that's their claim, at least, and, and a big source of, of their outrage, other than the fact that, obviously, Reamer's not really repentant about it. I mean, there was a shirt that came out or an Instagram tweet or post that came out about him wearing a shirt, Reamer is a pissant, and people just took that as, well, he's obviously not sorry, yeah. uh, and, you know, they may be right. I don't think he has anything to be sorry about. Yeah, it was a stupid thing to do, but I think this was kind of overblown. However, they did go big with the fact that he is suspended. They brought him back from Minnesota. They told Brady he's suspended, and then he's not. Either suspend him or don't. Either stand behind him or stand firm. They they have a tendency to go wishy-washy this way and that and try and stand firmly with their feet firmly in the air. Yeah, here's my thing. They they want to speak. They want to. Reamer wants to talk about speaking truth to power, right? He is he isn't he hasn't spoken a word of truth in his in his life. First of all, and second off, anytime that 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 the heat starts turning up, he he fucking you know folds like a cheap suit. He can't do it. He 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 talks a big game, but I think specifically about the the announcement that Kirk was leaving. He reads yeah. the press release on air and says, "All right, we're now we're gonna pivot to Rob Bradford and the Red Sox," <laughs> and, and and I'm like, oh, "What?" 
Like it's, you are literally like that. That is the biggest pussy job I've ever seen in my life. It's Rod sad. Bradford, the Red Sox in November. It's mm-hmm. sad with Reamer because I thought that that incident, the Pissan incident, would really kind of teach him something, and that would kind of show him the light of, okay, you know what? Who gives a fuck if I please the industry? I need to please the people that will have my back, and that's guys like Kirk who can go off and create their own thing if they wanted to, and mm-hmm. that's the loyal audience that respects you for speaking to your, speaking your mind and sticking to your guns and that type of thing, and instead... He just, like a lot of people in that fucking business, says, oh, well, mm-hmm. this is the easiest way to have a job right now. And there's yeah. no there's no forethought of, well, okay, maybe I'll have a job right now, but if this station is a country station in two weeks, then I'm still not going to – where am I going to be? What, what did this do me? Mm-hmm. Um, 93.7, all country all the time. <laughs> Land or way. We got – coming up next. We got Rascal Flash coming up. I wonder how true that was. How great would that be? Is a fucking mutt – because you, cause you know, know of all people Mutt would stay and Mutt, no, Mutt would do would country for them <laughs> he'd be like alright <laughs> can, can you imagine show me how you wiggle to get in those jeans next <laughs> to this lady this latest uh, uh, whatever song show it's, me it's, how to wiggle in your jeans Sarah Evans country 93.7 you can tell I don't listen to country I didn't have a song on the is, top is, there a, is there a country station in Boston right now is KLB still country does that even exist anymore there was something ninety two five or something like that. One oh two five, Jimmy says. Mm. I don't know. I don't listen enough. But yeah, there's something the bull or something like that out here. But um, here's the thing you gotta remember, Mike, is that yeah. that Reamer was loyal to the right people. You were loyal to the wrong people. You were loyal yeah. to Kirk and Portnoy, and that, yeah. that was bad. Yeah, what an idiot. Loyal to the two most talented guys I've ever fucking worked with. Um <laughs> But hey, you know, but now we have the co-signing of of Kirk is retweeting your, you know, retweeting us and retweeting our network. I mean, that's pretty big. Big fan of the show. Um, I mean, I guess he he seemed to enjoy the Minifan show. It really seemed like he could remember the name of the Minifan show and he really preferred (laughs) this one. But that's right. Just, he preferred just an easier it. name to remember. <laughs> I think it's Blind Mike's podcast, and then that blind something. That blind or whatever. pods, whatever the hell it is. Blind, <laughs> I believe yeah, you said. Blind pods. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, yeah, that was an exciting moment. But then I read something on Twitter today from uh, intrepid reporter Drunk Eric Curtis, and I'm curious. I didn't talk to you about this before the show. Is there anything to this that I don't know? Because I think I might know where this comes from. But I saw on Twitter from you guys that uh, Mr. Zambrano is banning his talent from coming on this show. There is a talent at WEI, a lesser talent, who did oh, so agree to come on the program. Okay. But then backed out saying, Joey won't allow me on. Okay. This was some time ago. I do also know that there was talent that you were considering yes. getting, and that person backed out as well. Do we yep. want to reveal it? Do we want to? Um. My boy, why the, he was he was cool about it. I like Jerry Callahan a lot. I don't think there was any, you know, he was he was nice to me the brief time we spoke. We spoke, and uh, I said, "Hey, would you? I'd love to have you on the podcast." I didn't know. I I know he's mentioned my name on air before, but I always mm-hmm. just assume he's not going to know who I am if I'm DMing it's, him. It's so, always Blind Mike's podcast, though. It's never trash talk. It's always well, Blind that, Mike's yeah. Podcast. So if he sees my message come up on Twitter, he's probably going to know who I am. I think. But I gave him a back. I was like, hey, I've had Kirk on. I've had Reamer on. I've had Rich Keefe on. Um, so if I can get you, I'd, I'd love to uh, talk to you about some shit. And he said, yeah, I should be able to do it. Uh, might take me a couple weeks. Some stuff going on right now, but I'll get back to you. So I waited like a week and a half. And I said, hey, any chance we could get you on Tuesday? And the response he gave me was strange. It wasn't 
had nothing. To, he didn't say Zambrano specifically, but what he said was, I can't right now, m- maybe sometime down the road, not now, but maybe I'll get to tell you someday. Mm. It was something like that. It was we. It was odd phrasing as I took from it that he wanted to do it and wasn't allowed, which is will why. Will he tell us which, when, when Kurt, will he tell us when Kirk and him are doing a show on blindside pods? Is that when he'll tell us? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, well, that, I know our guy definitely was told by Joey, you yeah. can't do it. That's right. Yeah. Like, could guy. you imagine? Yeah. He didn't get the imagine, job done. Imagine being such a spineless weasel. I, I really hope, because there, there must have been, now at some point, now that Kirk's fucking tweeting about us and mentioning us <laughs> on the show, do you think it's ever been said to Joey, hey, there's a lot of talk right now about these three idiots that are doing a couple shows just – on iTunes and YouTube and everyone, they don't have a, a real home. Can Why don't we bring them in? Everyone seems to like them. Your core audience seems to like them. How about we bring them and get, maybe give them a shot on the weekend or something? And I, I pray that that rat fucking weasel has to <laughs> slither in there and say, well, actually, uh, one of them was here, and I, I, but I don't really like him very. He wasn't, he wasn't very nice to me, so I had to kick him out. <laughs> Could you imagine being that much of a spineless loser that you have – Say what you want about me. I'm more talented than Butch Stearns and Mark James and whoever else is on the weekends and nights there. That, that I'm confident in. I'm not confident in a lot, but that much I'm confident in saying. So to have me, who's now on a podcast, and you guys, that are getting mentioned by Kirk, when you're basically losing business to a blind intern and two parody <laughs> accounts, how do you explain yeah. that to your bosses and keep your job? Down 60% of their audience. And as Kirk tweeted today, this is what he's concerned about. It's not like he has bigger career concerns ahead of him. Uh, yeah. But he's concerned about banning his talent to come on to the Minifan show and to trash talk. Pretty, pretty sad state of affairs. And it just lends credence to what I talked about last week on my inaugural appearance uh, on this fine podcast. Where Joey is giving us credibility by even even right. caring. Right, it's like winners don't care about a bunch of losers. Right, right. This is a, it's, it a, it's a loser about, mentality. What does it say about Mikey's show that Ordway can go on there? Mm. That it's boring. I could go on Mikey's show though, yeah. right? Yeah, that it's boring and there's not going to be any controversy. It's and safe. It, it, what's sad is I'm going to tell about Johnny Most again. <laughs> what What you should be thinking if you're a program director <laughs> is not oh no. Rich Keefe was embarrassed on a podcast and mocked and made fun of, and this no-talent idiot took him to school in, in an interview. What you should be thinking is, hey, maybe this no-talent idiot has something, and we should get rid of the moron that can't put together a sentence on the podcast, and we should try bringing in the guy who fucking ran circles around him. Shouldn't this is what always that? bothers or, or, me. Or you, you guys. Yeah, I'll give you your just do, is that fucking you guys are doing an amazing job why can't they say hey wouldn't it be funny if we brought these parody accounts in for a weekend show sure they would probably shit all over us but if people listen who cares if they're making fun of joe zambrano see here's the thing they tried that before when they brought in i think kevin from bristol and they brought in who's the other guy the psycho guy albert from rhode island yeah and they they weren't great and that's and 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 now i understand how it is because we've had kevin on our show uh, on the Minifan show, and and he's, I mean, he's a talent, 
but he's good. He's good in short bursts, right. uh, not great in like a long format. Now, I think that they would be afraid because we would come in and we'd actually do a good show. Yeah. Like if DEC and I went in and we did a Minifan show the same way that, that they used to do the real KNC sometimes on weekends, it would actually be a good show. If you came in, if you and I, if we did trash talk, it would be a good show. If the three of us went in, it would be a good show. And I think that would also lend – there's a big myth, I think, with some of these radio guys where they like to make it appear that this is somehow harder than it actually is. Of course, yeah. Like if you're just an extroverted person that is semi-articulate – and has some interesting takes, you can be successful. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I have to talk like I'm a professional broadcaster, even though uh, DEC does have those brilliant I say, uh, sexies. I would, I would actually say being the extroverted guy, that's a challenge. I think really? being more introverted kind of helps. I'm help much you. more introverted. I can't do this in social settings. Like, I can't so, talk like this. If I'm, if I'm in front of a microphone, I can do it. If I'm at a party, I just clam up. This is, a, yeah, this is me all the time. So, I guess you see what you see is what you get. <laughs> Um, um, but but here's the thing though, if you bring us in for a weekend and we fucking fail, at least it will be interesting and different. But here's then, what I also then again, don't get: putting on bringing in guys from the not- Mustard and Johnson and Steve Diossi and fucking guys you've had on for thirty years. There's a reason the station failed before Kirk. It's because mm-hmm. you kept eventually the talented people spread their wings and don't want to do two hundred dollars a show anymore because they can get paid more elsewhere. And the retreads get boring to people because they're not interesting or talented. So they threw away that. When they brought in Kirk, nothing clicked on in their heads where they said, hey, this is a unique guy. Let's try and find more of those. It was, okay, now that we have Kirk, we're saved. Let's kick our feet up and not do anything. It's this tired trope of paying your dues. I mean, the next guy up, I guarantee you, the next talent they're going to bring in from their quote-unquote farm system is Mark motherfucking Dondero. That was said to me 30 times in that meeting that I haven't paid my dues. And I and, said, and if, well, if what? you haven't seen his videos, by the way, there they are hilarious. I mean, it's like oh, it's I'm like sure. if you see a, a, a cocaine overdose just replayed over and over and over again, that's like watching Dondero's videos. It's, Better it's, or it's, worse it's, than Mark Moroso's videos. <laughs> well no mark moroso's videos could work for some people some okay. people like they have fetishes they like chubby <laughs> porn i mean some people may be into that so it could work the dondero videos are just they're a whole nother level of suck i mean just to be honest yeah. by the way i've been trying to search for the podcast that moroso talks about on his twitter feed He's also not replying back to me about the fact that i'm asking him where can i find these podcasts i found one on soundcloud uh, it wasn't the right now one. He's got a big banner saying, you know, host of the right now show. Yeah. And I can't find any existence for that. But I did find the other one. And the only reason I haven't cut it up is it was horribly boring. <laughs> Moroso was boring. It was uninteresting. You don't say. He, did you well, hear he's, that he's, he's funny? an idiot. I've been trying to make him interesting. I've I've bent over backwards. I've been spinning plates and juggling and tap dancing, trying to make this guy seem interesting. Dude, and he won't it, embrace it. <laughs> If you pinched him in the ass and licked whipped cream off his nipples, he wouldn't be interesting, man. I'm sorry. It's really, it's really tough. I mean, have you, have you gained any traction with you and him fighting it out on Kirk's pod? No, because I told him to do it, and he was like, okay. But he, lit- he literally said I hurt his feelings. I was Did like, he really? I was like, come on, dude. Like, it's, it's con- Did he DM that? He, no, he texted me. I, I texted him, and I was like, uh, hey, let's, I talked to Kirk. Let's do this on the podcast this week. And he replied, you hurt my feelings. And I said, this will be good for both of us. Let's just fucking do it. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he's like, all right, but you better come fucking prepared. The, the weird, like, tough guy energy that he puts on. 
And then when I'm talking on Twitter, he backs down again. And I'm like, no, fucking fight with me. And he's like, relax, tough guy. You'll get your 15 minutes. And I'm like, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm fucking waiting. When's the 15 minutes going to be? Because that's the only way you're getting back on Kirk's show, you dummy. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> but he won't do it. I don't know what the deal is. Anyway, we're off topic as fuck right now. I know, we really are. Um, yeah, so Zambrano, uh, afraid of us. Kirk loves us. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's get into a couple topics before we go. We've got a, a very interesting game planned uh, that we... We may get to get to know each other a little bit. But, <laughs> this uh, may be awful. This may be horrible. It might DEC be. DEC is the only person. You've seen both of the questions, and what did you say to me, DEC? I said I'm disgusted by both of you. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> that is a perfect response. It's just so gross. <laughs> All of these questions are gross. <laughs> I thought that's what it was supposed to be. but uh, That's exactly it. Let's get into a couple topics first. And uh, one of them is this Francesa stuff. So if you haven't seen it, I was tweeting about it all day. Fucking, I guess Francesa woke up this morning and uh, got a bug <laughs> up his ass about Boomer and Geo doing an impression of him. Like, that seemed what it's, like, what it's really about. I don't get why Francesa was mad or how he was masking his anger with some story about the Giants pulling Eli from his show, I gathered. Uh, but it really seemed to me that he was mad at the morning show for uh, doing impressions of him and playing his clips and talking about him. And uh, then he called in this morning, and uh, let's hear a little bit of that, if you've got it. What do you want to play? You want to play the 10-minute version, or you want to play the quickie version? Nah, let's play the quickie version, just because right. I think that was the only part that was really bitch. interesting. I'm, I'm going to, before you do that, I'm, yeah. I'm going to get me a beer. Ooh. One uh, you no, know, I think I'm going to uh, grab a beer. Play it. All right. I mean, I think we've all been accused of that at some point, but I just, I guess my contention would be that the if part is just unnecessary to even bring that up when we don't have the information. Fine, you do your show, I'll do mine, okay? Okay, fine, all right. I mean, I I, I don't... Quote me me correctly. All right. right. But the stuff that that we said that you said, you did say, though, right? Yeah, except you took it completely out yeah, of but... context. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't, know, how, I don't Why listen. Why did you say the whole thing? If you heard it, you Jesus. heard it properly. Okay. If you, you didn't hear it, you're making it up. No, but we didn't make it up. We quoted what you said. No, the way you said it, you made me look like I completely slaughtered them and said there wasn't a chance that they didn't do anything wrong, which I said exactly at the open. Uh, you said the Giants were the laughing stock of the league, and they're sad. That's what they you are. said. They have been for years, and, and, and I follow I, them daily, day in, day out. And I raise your voice, boys. Go after him. Well, yeah, that well, that was one thing that bothered me is that Boomer and Geo didn't seem to realize what great radio they had on their hands uh-oh, and uh-oh, didn't attack uh-oh. him at all. But what I want to know, DEC, is. Uh, what is Francesa really angry about? Because I can't imagine a guy that doesn't have to be up till fucking noon getting up that early in the morning and screaming because they misquoted him on a Giants story? I don't understand. Because he's sensitive like a hemorrhoid. It, it's he doesn't want to hear you any dissent. You hear him mention it in that, like, you guys can play Eclipse, whatever. And it seems to me, like, for a long time, Mike Francesa was not self-aware. Like, he... That's right. You know, he knew he had a couple of assholes that call up and say, uh, hey, uh, you seen Howard Stern's penis, Michael? Oh, and, oh, and then he can insult him as he hangs hey, up uh, on him. D- did you see Jason Giambi on Game of Thrones last night? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's so, been on the hold for hours. 
for hours. He, he stayed on hold for three hours to say that. Three hours. Chil- <laughs> children, these guys are. Uh, right. So he knew he had a little bit of, of that. But he still saw himself as the king. Now I think he sees Michael K beating him in the ratings. He sees, like, the Funhouse account and the Mike Zahn and all these accounts just completely mocking him, mocking how he talks, mocking how he's wrong about – and I listen to the fans sometimes. Uh, if I ever want actual sports talk, I'll listen to the fan instead of EEI or 98.5. And uh, I'll tune into Francesa, and I'll hear him say, like, oh, you know, these guys, uh, they get on me for predicting one, one thing wrong every once in a while. And I'll mention it a lot. So you can tell that's getting to him. And I think the age of social media has taught Francesa that he's not untouchable. And it's mm-hmm. really getting to him now. And you see kind of – and I, I put this on Twitter today. You kind of just see the demise of an old man who realizes he doesn't have control anymore. This and would happen to Eddie, Eddie Edelman if he was on Twitter. If he was, if he was still doing radio today, this is exactly what would happen to him. Right. Or honestly, even it kind of happened to Dino a little bit where you just see someone losing their mind. And you're like, this is just sad more than anything. I never listen, except when that pissant Reamer is on. <laughs> and apparently he calls Joey and tells him that they should get rid of Reamer. He actually does that, which well, is probably... That's only... a scumbag. Whether you like Reamer or hate him, that's yeah, a, that's that's a genuine that... scumbag. To be oh, out, yeah, of the yeah, yeah. Game, out of the game living across the country. Like living Do you know a scumbag? Fucking... <laughs> you don't say. But that's a real that's... scumbag. To, to call someone who you have no association with anymore and be like, fire this guy when you claim you don't even listen to the station... That's a real fucking dirtbag. Oh, I mean, remember what Paul Chartier had to say about this. When yeah. he retired, he tried to unretire and pull a Costanza the next day. That's right. Oh, That's you right. took we that seriously? That. No, did, yeah. No, no. <laughs> did I say retired? I didn't mean that at all. I mean, and he. The other thing is, that, and I guess it, it, time has passed long enough that I can disclose this now. And I have hit, hinted at this in the past before. That Dino floated me through John Featherston a fake bogus bullshit story about why about what happened with Kirk and Weei. I have the receipts, John. I have the receipts, Dino. It's fucking fake. He made this whole story about how some bigwig executive flew in and they were going to fire Kirk, according to Dino. And you know what? This is what Dino said, and this is exactly how Dino would say it. And the same day, Kirk just happened to say that he was taking a mental health leave. It was one of the most serendipitous events to ever happen. (laughs) Fuck you. Middle fingers in the air, you slimy, greasy, drunk motherfucker. Oh. I don't think he he drinks anymore. Did you hear that uh, Mark James interview? Oh. That was sad. He sounds like he's in good shape. When he repeated the Halvacek story for a second time, and when, when, when Mark James is, is dumping you, like he's trying to end the call, you know that you are sloshed. Yeah. He, was, he was flooded. And, and I, what I loved about that is uh, Mark James going it all three times with the exact same energy. Like by the third time, you'd think he'd be like, all right, is Dino there this time? Dino, you there? And, but nope. it's like every time he has to approach it with the same, this man built this station and is the reason that I can do this here today. We've got John Dennis on. It's like, okay, dude, we heard you the first three times when he didn't answer the phone. We, we know personality, though, is screaming and having lots of energy. If right. you were actually to look at a transcript of what Mark James is saying, <laughs> it's a whole lot of nothing. The only thing that gets him any type of attention is the fact that he is so upbeat and screaming. He's not saying anything. Yeah. If he's not being he's, loud, he's not present. He's a he's a vapid zero. We all know that. And we also know that Dino was like drunk as fuck because he cl- he said that Callahan and Mark with the C James should do a morning show together. 
Like that's how you know that he is on another level. Like he is he is on he is on a different planet with the amount of alcohol. And that's another thing too. Like you know, Mutt never did anything to that guy. It's like why take a fucking shot at Mutt, who's a perfectly nice guy. You know what I mean? Like he certainly wouldn't be worse than Mark Jane. You know what I mean? Like why take a shot at Mutt? That's when you know you're just a drunk loser that wants to be back in the world. It is the sign of a true alcoholic that you are resentful and bitter. I'm just kind of sad. I I do question why did EEI put it up and why did they put the headline John Dennis calls in unprompted? Because mm-hmm. they, because we all listen to it and if we if they didn't do that it wouldn't get clicks. That's why they don't give a, they don't give a fuck if the guy's shit phase or how his how his mental health is or anything. They don't they don't care. He was. I mean, it's a sad old man, just like Francesa is a sad old man. Yeah. And, and but but I wanted what I wanted to say about the Francesa thing is I mean what a blowjob by Boomer. I mean, at least yeah. Geo attempted to argue with him. But, I mean, my God, uh, Turtle Esiason there. Yeah, he's sitting there on his own show letting this senile old fool, this this toad, prattle on about how <laughs> I, I never said this. I never said that. Yeah, come on. Of course you did. We oh, there's The Funhouse has the clips of it. It's like it was like letting another man come into your house, make a sandwich, and take a dump in your sink. <laughs> like let, letting him come on that show and do that. Like he bitch slapped them around. He yells at Dino and Dino just – or not Dino, uh, a, a boomer, and boomer just – just, just, just bends the knee. I, I couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, that was that was sad to see because every once in a while I'll see a clip of uh, Boomer and Geo where they're doing the Francesa impressions and uh, you know taking shots at people, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe these guys aren't that bad. Like they, they seem like they have some fun and go after people. And then when I heard that this morning, I was like, oh, I was wrong. They, they don't, they what don't, you- they don't care. But I'm amazed by guys that don't see a fight in front of them and think this obviously makes good radio. Let's fucking go at each other. Who cares if Mike Francis is mad at you for a day? Who gives a fuck? Mike, why did you have to come back after retiring, take half the money, not sign a contract? Why do you have to come back and do DraftKings and your app and charge people $10 a month for what they can get free? Mike, do you think you might be losing it when you get a Jason Giambi call every five <laughs> seconds and you don't react to it? <laughs> yeah, see, right. See, I- the things they criticize him every day. You have the ch- He finally called in. You have the chance to bash him, and you don't. That's That's bad. That's terrible radio instinct i i agree it was it was like it was akin to dale and keith the amount of cowardice that, yeah. that we experienced there dale, only dale and keith could squash a good segment the way that they squashed that yeah I, I mean i know that and i mean i know that david field keeps boomers nuts locked up in a drawer next to mutts um but at least <laughs> pretend to fight back at, at least pretend i i don't know so we've got uh, a man who did fight back and uh one is robert Kraft. Robert Kraft, the uh, the video. We guys, I don't know how we're ever gonna fix this. We're never, we're never gonna fix mend our our broken hearts if we don't see this elderly man's penis. I'm I'm not gonna stop fighting until we're able to see this old guy get a blowjob. <laughs> was it a blowjob? I thought it was a handy. They're, no, they're, I they're heard it was mouth reports. involved. Yeah. Mm. So, frankly, if I don't see oral, my my. My emotions will never be intact again. Why is uh, the globe so, so so adamant about getting this out there? I saw your tweet today, uh, MHB. What mm-hmm. did you say? Something like 53, 53. 53 mm-hmm. tweets about him in a day about the fact that the, the, the video uh, was blocked? Not in a day, but 53 tweets about him since the news broke, which is oh, still oh, okay. quite That's alarming. A, okay. Yeah, quite alarming. Fifty three. And those are not OK. By the way, these aren't tweets like the Globe is tweeting about this. These are not fucking columns. Fifty three articles written about well, Robert Kraft in the Globe since this news broke that if that is not 
first of all, disgusting, perverted. I mean, we're mm -hmm. also talking about the human lizard man, the hybrid, you know, the the, the Dr. Evil, John Henry himself, and his his Delilah, you know, uh, she-witch uh, wife of his, the, tro the, the, you know, the trophy wife, Linda Pizzuti. Uh, it's, it, it, to me, it's just disgusting. They're peddling in revenge porn, to quote Reamer, who was stealing that from someone on Twitter. I'm sure. Uh, well, the, the sad thing to me is... And I say this all the time. I don't. I do not understand how people never see that if you do this to people, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass eventually. Like, let's let me throw out a hypothetical scenario. John Henry is is loving the fact that Robert Kraft got criticized for this and wants to expose him in any way he can. But let's pretend that there's someone working in John Henry's organization that's sticking his dick where he shouldn't be. Just hypothetically, <laughs> like, you know, John, John Farrell got... What are you got, implying, John, Mike? Well, like, John Farrell got in trouble for banging uh, Jess Moran a few years ago. That was a big story, right? Just, By the way, what, what happened to that Nesson reporter? Is she still not doing... But this is a total unrelated note. Was, there was yeah, a report... Garrett Austin? Garrett yeah, Austin? Oh, uh, she's not there anymore. I, I don't know why. Um, oh, so anyways... Totally, that's and, totally uh, random. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about that. But John Farrell... <laughs> Je Jess Moran got fired from her job because she was sleeping with John Farrell. Three, let's pretend like three months later, they hire a general manager. Let's say someone, or say, let's just say anyone in the front office. They hire someone in the front office, and let's say that guy starts doing the same thing with another reporter. Wouldn't that be a big story worth a lot of people paying attention to? Wouldn't you maybe want friends on your side if something like that is going on in your organization and maybe not pounce on every fucking opportunity when you see someone get a hand job at a massage parlor in Florida? Maybe you say, hey, he's not the worst guy in the world because other people might be doing similar shit, <laughs> similar shady, immoral shit, perhaps. And well, maybe let's pretend, let's pretend the guy in your organization door. has a fucking wife, by the way. <laughs> let's pretend it's a cheating scandal, hypothetically. That'd be a pretty big story. Let's hope, God forbid, that ever got out about someone in the Red Sox organization. The Red Sox would protect him, though. They don't protect Robert Kraft. It's fucking despicable. When John Henry's door to his bedroom closes, I'd have to imagine that looks like one of the most disturbing scenes you see out of Game of Thrones. Well, it's, it's haunted in there, you know. Ooh, yeah. He really is Yorkie. a vampire. Clearly is. Pumpsy Green! Total sidebar, Garen Austin's a smoke show, man. Garen Austin's can... very attractive. Yeah, very, very attractive working for Nesson. Seriously, it's is weird that you would bring, I don't know why you brought up that name. I have no idea why. I, I mean, hey, no, we're totally, we're talking about, what, you thought it had something to do with what we were talking about? No, no, oh, no, I was just curious. I didn't no, know how that popped into not. your head. I do know that she hasn't well, been on games, though. I wonder if there's uh, trouble in Paranormal. Yeah, it's not as though this goes back maybe 10, 12 years with Hazel May. No. Hazel, well, that's the thing, is there's been a million of, of those scandals. Hazel May with a few people, Heidi Watney with Jason Veritek. Uh, Jenny Dell with Will Middlebrooks. There's a, there's a million of those stories, and I don't. Who knows how many of them are true? And Henry but you hear keeps those all good the company. Henry keeps good company. Look at his newspaper. The same thing happens over there. I'm saying. I mean, you you got you got Brian McGrory, the intern co-op fuckability pool. You know, you got yeah. 18 year old girls coming in. Oh, I bet I could sleep with her, right? Oh yeah, fuck off, dude. Well, I would you, say you got Jim O'Sullivan, the guy that was uh, at the Globe that Kirk outed, that, that Kirk said his name. There's also another guy. I don't have his name. I wish I did. Um, but he's a adjunct professor, I believe. That also is part of the Globe, and he's still, mm -hmm. I think, part of the Globe's world to this day. And he. He was somebody that was accused of sexual harassment inside the Globe. You had the whole story with with uh, Hillary Sargent that was squashed, and the Globe sued her. And then once they found out that she wouldn't back down because she's a bulldog, she's not going to back down. 
Then the Globe dropped the lawsuit because they realized they didn't want discovery to happen. And oh god, oh god how wonderful would that be if just, yeah. if all their books were open and we could read all that shit? Please, God, let that happen. Well, I think the uh, I think the hardest hitting journalist in Boston is on this program right now, and should maybe do some digging <laughs> into into that kind of stuff. Hey, well, the, I we I will. Once uh, the current investigation, uh, I, I guess we should call it investigation poopy pants, is, is completed. <laughs> All right. That's your once next in, assignment. Once, once investigation cookie monster is over, uh, then we will uh, move on to this. All right. Now, uh, we, te- we teased a little game that we've got here. And, uh, you know, we're doing a show together, you and I, MHP. But uh, mm-hmm. I fear that perhaps we don't know each other well enough yet. You know, we, we should get to know each other a bit. And uh, yeah, this that, is this is the classic case game. of we, this is the classic case of like you know we fucked way too early and we don't we don't <laughs> even know each other right exactly so yeah we're in the, the in the fuck the buddy visual. phase and we need to get, we need to get in the old married <laughs> DEC and I are already in the old married couple phase you right. and I are in the fuck buddy phase and we need to move that beyond okay. that okay we're growing we're turning yes. small talk into medium talk we're we're advancing here um, <laughs> so we prepared a few questions I wrote the questions for you. And you wrote the questions for me. It's basically a ripoff of the hunt, the newlyweds game. Yes. See, you know, was it called the newlyweds game or the, the... newlywed? That's game. right, the newlywed game. What a young right. young punk! Um, all right, so DC is going to be our uh, our host of sorts, and uh, will grill us on what we really know about each other. And now it's time for everybody's not so favorite game show: get to know your co-host. Where two dummies see how much they know about each other. <laughs> all right. So tell me a little bit how we're going to do this. Are we going to alternate one versus the other? Are we yeah, going to do I one guess, person? I guess go back and forth so that it's... Yeah, uh, you're the host, DEC. Yeah. You need, you're the game show host. You, you, however, I think back and forth probably works. I yeah. am I'm mailing this in as much as I can mail something in. So we'll do <laughs> like that. We'll go, hurt, we'll go back and forth. You're trying to sync this program. Saboteur. I told you I didn't want this fucker on. When Kirk would come on and throw the shows, this is exactly what DEC is doing. He's coming on. He's throwing the show. That's exactly what's happening. I believe that this uh, this segment is show, don't tell. That would that would be a good example of what this is. Okay. Oh, geez. Um, I thought so, you meant grower, not a shower. <laughs> I think that's what you meant. Well, it's I'm kind of a well. show, don't grow. Uh, so <laughs> let's start with let's start with you, Mike. Let's okay. see how much you know your co-host. All right. So MHB played... In a band in college, what genre of music was it? Um, let's see. I feel like I could see him in a sort of a an upstart. You were in you were in college the same time as me. I'm trying to think of what was popular. That EDM, perhaps. I could see you rocking EDM? out, getting on, getting oh, hooked on Molly. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, his band was metal. Metal, really? Band. That's right. Yeah, screamo shit, what man. What did you play? You, you ever, well, I'm a Western Mass boy, dude. You, Acacia Strain? They come out, Kill Switch Engage? Yeah, Kill Switch Engage out of... <laughs> right, bro, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm all about. That's my shit. Acacia Strain, Kill Switch Engage, Adam D. I used to, I used to get coffee with Adam D. back in the day. Those well, guys are fucking me. awesome. <laughs> yeah. All, all right, right, so the next... Go ahead. No, next up. Right. The next question is for MHB. Let's see how well you know... Uh, Kotegs, Tug and Gary. America's police force has a long and ugly history of harassing blind teens. At what age did Mike get arrested 
and from what? <laughs> At what age did Mike get arrested? Okay, I think Mike got arrested when he was 14 for, <laughs> mast- for masturbating outside of a window because he thought it was a naked woman, but it was a lamppost. <laughs> That's incorrect. I was, uh, I was 16 years old, and it was for fighting. <laughs> at the <laughs> really? at the East Long Meadow Carnival. No, 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 no. Long before I met him, uh, it was at the East Long Meadow Carnival, and it was really like me and what the the kid I quote fought is like one of my good buddies now, and uh, we got into an argument. Jimmy. We got into an argument, and I pushed him, and my friend Vince, who later became a, a just a drug-addled maniac, uh, really wanted to fight this kid, so he threw the first punch and hit the other kid in the head. And then cops swarmed us, and as if he was being like a good Samaritan, pushed Vince out of the way and said, we'll take it from here, sir. <laughs> and fucking put their, like, East Long Meadow cops never saw any action. So this was like a big day for them. And I remember a knee in my back as my hands are being zip-tied as the cops said, don't move, scumbag. <laughs> and I was like, you guys are really taking this way too seriously. <laughs> oh, oh, please, please. Uh, I'm just a young uh, disabled uh, boy. <laughs> A blind man, a blind man, I may be. Please, <laughs> Did they sir. call him for backup from Hamden? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Hamden and Wilbur Hamden. Both of those guys might want to come over yeah, too. The, that, did you get arrested in college too? With because the, the Westfield boys, those guys have those guys are bored as fuck. They got nothing going. Oh, other than the heroin and the and the meth, nothing's yeah, going no, on at uh, Westfield. Tommy D's at Tommy D's. There were a lot shadier characters than uh, me or my friends. So, Whip yeah, City we, we representing. Oh God, Jesus right. Christ! All right, next yeah. next question. I guess All right. It's for me. So the, this is for Blind Mike. What is MHB's favorite movie? This is a good one. Um, I mean, I feel like it. Well, it's going to be whatever Kirk says. It's going to be. Uh, no, it's not. Midnight not Run. <laughs> no. Nope. Um, it's it's as white girl as it can get, my friend. As white girl as it can get. Interesting. Mean Girls. <laughs> not, not Damn it. <laughs> Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, you're so you're deep. So- Dude, that's a great fucking movie. Oh, you're you so it? deep and introspective. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. It was a that good movie. Was, that or There Will Be Blood, my two my two favorites. Okay. That, will be blood. But that is a white girl special. I mean, the guy, Jim Carrey, his best role. Jim Carrey, also, did you see the Sonic Hedgehog trailer today? My God, what a colossal mistake. That's going to be the end of Paramount Pictures. Have you seen that? No, but I'm sure it will be crucified on, oh. on tap here on blindsidepods.com. Oh yeah, here's an episode. Here's a quick. Okay, hold on one second. One Why did second. I do one that? Second. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to bring it up. Why did I do it? <coughs> I'm choking on my beer. So Sonic Ryan, I apologize. Is this. about a, a blue a I didn't blue hedgehog with no with no genitalia. I, I didn't think I would start this. I'm sorry. I thought we would move on very quickly. Yes, the Sonic movie is very Joe. <laughs> How dare you! He's a good man. Uh, what, what I really want to know is where is his penis? <laughs> he's a blue hedgehog, but he's got no penis. Uh, Ryan, I think it's a really good one. I'm sorry, that's the wrong podcast. All right, so this one is for you, MHB. Okay. Kirk Menahan is known for turning his parents' suburban into a stick shift on his family vacation. What stunt did Mike pull on a family vacation? It almost made him a two-handicap. A two handicap, like so. So this is a couple things. Are we talking golf that no, you're no. two handicap? I have one about... handicap now. <laughs> I would have had if a second have, that's if I, I was inches away. <laughs> you have two handicaps. Um, vacations. People take vacations in the summer. Summer, I think fireworks. You almost blew your hand off with some fireworks. 
No, you know, you were in the right place around the uh, summer. The summer, yes. Jumped off a three-story roof into a six-foot pool. Yeah, fucking idiot. Why so would you do that? My bro- so we went to uh, uh, the Outer Banks in North Carolina with those like the crazy big houses, and it was like a bunch of it was like yeah. a few families. So it was like oh, twenty people in a in a giant house. Yeah. And um, me and my oh, brothers okay. and a couple of the other guys like were uh, up on the top floor, and we were looking out off the deck into the pool. And one of the idiots said, uh, "I could probably jump that from here," and they did. And then another one of the guys did. And then I was like. I want to be cool like everyone else. So I did it, and it was fucking awesome. And then I ran up and did it again. And my the first time I went, my brother, like, instructed me. He was like, hey, just make sure, don't like, barely push off. Because if you push off at all, you're going to overshoot the pool and land on the other side, like the far side. And so the second time, I just got so excited that I pushed off a little bit, and I was six inches away from just crippling my legs. <laughs> if you were blind mike in a wheelchair that would oh, be I'd too be, well, you'd never hear about me i would have been long i would have killed myself years ago <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that all right next question next question that was a good story. all right mike what is mhb's most and least favorite category of porn most and least most i'm gonna say he seems like a fairly traditional guy Maybe, uh, I don't know, like MILF, MILF porn or something like that. Wow! <laughs> See, I know, I know my man, baby. I know what gets That's him right. off. That's right. That's what Brandy I play. That's what I play when I'm congratulating him on a great show. To be fair, this is, this is how I knew that I really connected with Kirk as a co-host. I swear to God, I swear that he can Brandy strike Love. me down right now. Strike, strike me down right now. I knew about Brandy Love before, Years before Kirk I heard. ever. Yep. Me too. Him. A hundred percent. I did too. I'm with you on that. Believe me. Believe me. I've been in this world of this milf porn world for a very, very, very yeah. long time. Lisa Ann was the first one I found, and then I That's quickly right. moved on to That's Brandy right. That's right. Uh, so let's play one of your favorite porn clips. This is from MHB's favorite porn. <laughs> Marjorie. Marjorie. Settle down, Marjorie. Now, she's not quite milf. She's more the gilf category, yeah, yeah, right. which I can I can wet my beak into that as well. But, I mean, it's a little dry. You got to put a do little, you, you know. Do you guys <laughs> remember, this is off topic, but do you remember what type of porn was Dino's favorite porn? Diaper no. porn. No. It was very attractive 90-year-old women <laughs> or eight-and-a-half-month pregnant women. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dino, Dino would always talk about zoftic women, and zoftic women is just a douchey term for fat, uh, <laughs> so, or curvy, I guess is what I would say, plus size. And he would love to say zoftic, so he definitely had a little thing for that. It makes sense with the ninety-year-old woman. I think he's got mommy issues uh, because he just put his mom into a retirement home. By the way, we're all praying for you, Mima. Uh, hoping <laughs> you put that you do. Picture no, of like a dead woman there last night. <laughs> That's over. his great. That's his. Good God. She's not dead, everybody. She's just tired. And she's still got a great ass. Oh, God. <laughs> and then uh, least favorite, I guess I'll say. It's okay. Um, let's preface this. We're not. So we're talking about heterosexual, the normal realm of porn that we okay. would watch. Okay, the nor- the normal realm of. Porn. I'm not talking about like like bizarre shit. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about like snuff films. Or, okay, like, okay. <laughs> uh, your least favorite would be, um, boy. Uh, I don't know, teen girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't even know what this is. Point of view. 
Is that POV? Yeah, oh, POV. Dude, okay, so here's my issue. Oh, you're not a fan. I like to f- so, I feel like I'm in it. I feel like I'm part of it. Do you? Yeah. Okay, so so maybe one day when oh, they she's do... asking me those questions. Yes, I am hard. Yes, I would like to get rid of it. <laughs> one day when they're able to get the, the VR virtual reality correct and you can actually... But, like, for me, like, I think of the Seinfeld episode all the time. There are some things that look good naked, and there are some things that don't. Like, if you're sanding your floors, you don't look good naked sanding right. your floors. I'm so sorry. And the POV for me just it gets a little bit into that territory. I want, I want, give me the angles where everybody looks good. I don't want all that, that, I don't want to get into the meat of it like that. Ugh, no. <laughs> the meat of it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Next question. Mike's vaudevillian cadence may have gotten him laid during the Prohibition era, but with the misfortune of growing up in the 21st century, at what age did Mike lose his virginity? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's a blind man. Let's mm. remember that. But then there's also the idea of the pity fuck, which could be a big thing. That's, that's true. And some girls on their bucket list want to fuck a blind man. <laughs> that, that, I can tell you, is not true. <laughs> that's right. I've, I've encountered girls that want to fuck a parody account. So... Um, <laughs> Let's say the average, let's say like, let's say 16. No, come on. You're giving me too much credit. (laughs) 19. I was a sophomore in college. 19. That's not bad. It's not, it's not the worst I've heard, but it's not great either. I was, I think I was on the same page. I feel like for a blind guy, I'm putting up okay numbers, but yeah. Yeah. But for the rest of my friends, that wasn't great. The same age on an air mattress in uh, in, in in our on our shitty house off campus, I think, is what it was. So okay. anyway, all right. Next question. All right. Question. Next question. Would MHB rather know how he dies or when he dies? Ah, <sighs> boy. See, I would rather go when I die, but I feel like. MHB would get off to knowing how he died. I feel like that would excite him. <laughs> so I'm going to say how he dies. Oh, really? You want to know when you die? Oh, man, come on. You got to know when. Yeah, I, I would want to know when, too, because then you can prepare accordingly. That's right. If I knew, like, they, like as if, it's, if I know it's, like, 80 years old, then I'm just going to do the same shit I'm doing now. But if it's, like, tomorrow, like, I wouldn't be fucking doing this podcast. I can tell you that right now. Well, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe I, I would because I love you guys. Thank so you. I would absolutely be doing that. All right, next question. Rather than admitting he's talentless, Mike will tell you he's simply <laughs> too edgy for radio. <laughs> what got him kicked off his college radio station? Ooh. Uh, what word got me kicked off? Oh, because so it's cursing. I was going to say it's definitely cursing. Um, retard? Nope. It was. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. Loose. I'll give you one more you'd hint. You'd be loose with it. You'd be loose with that word. But um, I'll give you a hint. It's related to women. Bitch. No, not even. Cl- broad. <laughs> Slut. Broad. Broad. You were. I knew you were never gonna get there. So. Dude, oh, <laughs> it's way down the list. Yeah. Westfield. I don't. Westfield State. My God. I gen- I don't. I don't even. I don't remember saying it. Like I. I'm just assuming that this girl heard correctly, but um. Yeah, I did a show with my buddies at Westfield State. I would assume it would have been something like this. I almost forgot, fellow babies. Booger! <laughs> that, is, that is my cadence. <laughs> but, uh, no, so some, some feminist chick was uh, listening to our 
show for some reason. I think she was. So the radio station at Westfield was student run. So I think this girl had something to do with the radio station. And um, we're doing our show one day. And all of a sudden, my producer kind of points to me out the window. And I'm looking out. I look out the window. (laughs) And this girl's banging on the glass. And when I turn around, she gives me the finger. And I'm like the fuck is this so i go out of the studio and she's like you sexist piece of shit i am gonna report you blah 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 and then the real the real victory for me was like i fought back a little bit i was like i don't know what you're talking about if you were offended like don't listen whatever and then she goes uh how about you look me in the eye you fucking coward and i said uh, oh my god and i said uh, yeah i'm legally blind you dumb bitch but i'll talk to you later and i, I just walked oh! away <laughs> fantastic comeback right there i mean yeah. what do you so you just said broad conversationally yeah like, I, um, well, I was referring to i guess i was told after i didn't remember saying it but i was referring to like a friend of mine who texted us during the show and like my producer brought it up and i said oh what does that broad want like it was just uh, very conversational about a friend of mine and i guess that got a bug up her ass and i had to ha- i had to sit in a meeting and this is like this is how much of diversity like, I am now i was then i had to sit yeah. in a meeting and they were like uh, we're not going to let you back on the air till uh, you, you know we feel that you've uh, you've you've learned from your mistakes and blah blah. And I said, "What mistakes?" And they said, "Well, what you said on the air." And I said, "What did I say?" And they said, "Come on, you know what you said." And I said, "Well, play it for me." They said, "We don't have the audio." I said, "But you heard it. You were listening live, right?" And they said, "Well, no." And I said, "All right, I guess we're done here. I'll be back on the air next week." <laughs> but yeah, well, Westfield State, poor, very poorly run radio station. You know, the, these broads, dishes, they must wash. Let me tell you about <laughs> these dames, see? <laughs> All right, I think we have one more each, right? Okay. Or is that it? All right, yeah, let's keep, let's keep... I think we got one more. I got one more thing. Okay. <laughs> when this was MHP's people... last wet dream? Mm. Uh, let's see. I asked him to be my co-host <laughs> last... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say about a week and a half ago. <laughs> never. Never, had, never one. had one. Never had one. I'm one of those people. And you know what it is? It's because you jerk off too much. I was going to ask you, do you jerk off a lot? Because that that's, that's the thing. Yeah. When, I was, young, when I was young, yeah. I didn't jerk off that often. So I, I had a, I, but I you, had but you haven't had one in years, I'm assuming. Right? Not, no, no, no. That's a, that's, a, that's a boy's game. Yeah. How yeah. is that possible? <laughs> So, I mean, when you, when, you know, when, when you're, when you're, you know, uh, strangling the chicken from a, from a ripe old age of, yeah. uh, of like 12 years old, you're not, not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's okay. This is what it is. <laughs> I can live without it. All right. Last question. I, your... it, the idea is nice though. That's the, yeah. <laughs> this is your right, only last, chance to tie it. I know more about you. Question. I'm really carrying this relationship. I think I've gotten every single question wrong. Yeah, you have. That's right. That's right. Barstool fans know him for his athletic prowess. What senior superlatives was Mike given in high school that foreshadowed his career as a circus bear? (laughs) Oh, God. Let's say most likely to be a reality TV star. No, it was. (laughs) I, I think they made this. To give it to me. There's no way that this existed any other year. Most okay. likely to trip down the stairs at graduation. <laughs> oh, my God. People voted on that. And I was like, why is this a category? <laughs> they made that for you. Yeah, they must have. That well, they yeah, gave it to a guy did. and a girl, I guess, just to be fair. But they must have made it for me, right? Uh, who, who was that dumb broad? Uh, a girl named Shelby. She was cute. She was all right. Shelby who? I used to date a Shelby in high school. 
not for me. So I'm not gonna give her name. Well, Shelby Anderson was her name. That's vague enough. <laughs> no one's gonna find her. <laughs> Shout out to Shelby Karn. How you doing? <laughs> well, so I All know right, more about so... you. I and and uh, and I and I know nothing about you. It's really sad. Maybe the maybe that parody account is right. I, I grabbed a hold of your coattails and I've been looking up your uh, cape for some time now and admiring. That's right. Speaking <laughs> of that, somebody has a message for you regarding this topic. Would you like to hear it? I'd love I to. do. I want to hear it. That's what happens when you hit the wrong button. Ah. There we go. He hey, Chris, it. first I wanted to congratulate you. Pretty soon you're not going to have to wear your weight belt while carrying around that homeschooled pussy whip Benedict Arnold while podcasting. <laughs> I actually don't know what is more comical. The fact that Mike's idea of a talent search is calling one of the four members of his website <laughs> or that they both wear the same douchey Starbucks starter kit of a beanie and sunglasses while on YouTube. <laughs> now, I'm definitely not the intrepid reporter of John from PA, you know, where he can identify where Marty Walsh spends his campaign finances or the fact that he was able to compare Kirk's semen shake to lemongrass. But I do know <laughs> one thing. You are going to be good, and you're definitely the best in the business. I wish you luck, buddy. Take care. Oh, that was that was everything that call. That was that goes from burning me to pre- I don't know how to feel. I'm so confused. I like Steve. I, f- I feel like he and I are going to get along someday. Uh, I, think, I think deep down he loves someday. me. It's like mind games. Deep down he loves me. I was. I mean, hey, I, that's uh, also he knows some very private information that I'm kind of concerned about. So I'm not sure how he. <laughs> I'm not sure how he knows that I was a Starbucks barista. Uh, let's just say, but uh, that's very concerning. See, that's why I'm that's why I had a tough time. Him. I had a tough time fighting with him because I was like, you know what? He is a funny guy. Like, he's a he's a funny fuck. That Steve. Um, I mean, he's. So the, I, he's I don't mind. The, I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind him bashing me too much. He's the evil genius behind some of the most you know intrepid and and horrifying calls that have ever graced <laughs> yeah. WEI. He's a maniac. He's a radio yeah. call. He's a, he's an insane man, but he's funny and entertaining. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he makes fun of a fat child. <laughs> and, and doesn't get thrown off of the FC because of FCC guidelines. It's yeah, pretty, right. It's pretty bad. Pretty remarkable. Uh, yeah. So uh, I know more about you than you know about, about me, but that was fun. Uh, we did the charity of having drunk Eric Curtis on, as he begged to be on, as always. That's right. Um, but no. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, are you talking? <laughs> God damn you. See, I, I feel like there is real. There's real tension here. He hates me. Deep That's he's right. On, he's on Team Steve. This drunk Eric Curtis. And I don't like Team that. Steve. Well, um, you know that he's uh, DEC is actually the brains behind the coattails grabbing Geary. See, I thought that. I wish I was. <laughs> that was my it's immediate a great idea, I was like, but it, has it wasn't to be, me. Yeah. It's a great avatar, by the way. That picture is fantastic. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's very I haven't funny. seen it. Have they, has that, have they stepped up their game at all? I haven't seen. I know the first tweet wasn't great, but I don't know if they've been funny since then or not. Yeah, I haven't seen them much either. Yeah, I think it's that, disappointing. But the, the, the voicemail speaks for itself. It does. It certainly does. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna stop record. We're gonna stop the live stream. And then we're going to record a very special bonus episode that we talked about uh, at the end of the last podcast. If you don't know, maybe you want to go back and listen to the end of that episode to get yourself caught up. This will be out probably later in the week. And we're going to tell the world about a man that DEC wants to make famous. And I'm all for it. And that is uh, Garrison the Bartender. (laughs) So uh, we will... Talk to you guys. Well, I guess you'll hear our voices later in the week once we release the other episode, and then uh, we'll be back live next week. And uh, go fuck yourselves. Hands in. Hands in. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Hands in. Hands in, gang. Another, Another perfect, perfect show. show. <laughs> See you, dinks. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>